The following episode of the Carnival of Randomness is sponsored by an important message to you, the people from Upsetnik and Associates. Every day there are forces that are taking from you, stealing from you. Your money, your time, your freedom. Immense faceless corporations, banks, credit card companies, insurance providers, government agencies, this list goes on and on. When you are under attack and facing crisis, turn to us, Upsitnik and Associates, attorneys for you, the people. When every day becomes a battle, we can advise and assist. We have been advocates for 40 years. Email us through UpsitniksLaw.com or call us at 1-866-391-3299 or reach out to us through Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook for a prompt, no obligation, communication and consultation. Don't be pushed around. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Carnival of Randomness. I remain Rob, and I think that's Zach. I will always remain. Nobody else wants to be me. And I was thinking, we need a picture-perfect guest for this one, so we had to have a photographer. So here is my friend Aaron. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> tell us just a little about your photography. Well, uh, I started my photography business, which is more of a hobby. It's uh, in the beginning of this year. I got a camera from Christmas for Christmas for my mom. Excuse me, how I'm talking Was right now. Christmas Hi. gave you a camera. Jeez. <laughs> um, Nikon camera, and uh, I always wanted to do photography, so uh, I just decided to go out to rock shows in particular because I'm big on rock music and I would just snap candid photos of rock bands playing, uh, local ones. And uh, other events, too. Like, I just did a couple of photo shoots for uh, local uh, business owners. And uh, would also take pictures of art at the Hungerford. So, and uh, I really enjoy it. So, I do it for my friends. I help help promote uh, what they do. And uh, I, don't, I don't even charge anybody for it. So, it's, it's all in fun. One of the things, my dad worked at Kodak, and I used to always go, I'll take him down to the, I had the, the moment the other year when we're going through the, the old cameras, and the, the docent there gives it gives a snotty remark about some camera. You wouldn't know this, and my dad looks at him and said, I built this. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm going through all the, and I love those, it's like the old idea of, you know nothing about this. Right. But anyways, and I think he backed away, but he's telling me all about these cameras. I think the one thing I found, just from the little I know about photography, is the tech these days. Oh, yeah. it's amazing. Oh, it's it's great. And you have your favorite there? Would it be like one you'd get, or do you want one to start out? I know you got one for Christmas, you said. Yeah. Well, I just... It's, it's just been a really positive distraction for me because I went through a lot of rough times emotionally uh, about last year. Welcome and to the club. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. It's all good because uh, it, it's all about just expressing um, all your frustrations into your artwork and, in my case, photography. And occasionally drawing, and I do a little acting here and there. Um, but, uh, photography is where I just like go out, I meet people and, uh, it's been making me very content. So I'm happy about it. I said that because I basically am, seems like everybody knows me on the local music scene, oh, yeah. theater scene and everything. I've, I've told the story. I've had people come up to me. Oh, you're, how do you know me? No, everybody knows you. <laughs> but, I mean, but for me, cause I'm. I've chronicled some of the things I've been through this year. And yeah. people don't realize the idea of just the vent. Like, sometimes it's right. just something, a hobby, something you can just go out and actually enjoy yourself or get away from things for a while. Exactly. And people don't realize that. It's like you don't want to get it's like the pressure cooker where you're just going through stuff, mulling around, watching Game of Thrones for the thousandth time at home oh, or something. <laughs> you know, sitting there just, okay, what's on? What reality show is on today? Oh, good. Or watching Cheaters because you're going, eh, no matter how bad my life is. You uh. know, you know but 
it's like when it, I don't want to watch those kind of like lifetime shows where I just look at the people because I, I don't believe in stuff like that. I don't believe in putting people down. But oh, I, I hate reality shows. Yeah, I do the, too. there's like no art in that. Like it's just people going on TV and, and acting. You find stupid. how many people do this? Leonard Nimoy. I guess when he re- he used to do, but he used to be a photographer. What he would do Ooh. is you could find his books out. What he did was when he semi-retired from acting. He went into photography. What he did was he went out. He would find people. He would give yeah. them a camera and say, just go take. See what you get. So Spock used to be a photographer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. I did not know that. I only know that from interview with them because he was trying to get, he was trying to finance a chain <coughs> a movie with the Siamese twins. And he said, when I, I'm sort of retired from acting, you have to get a hold of me and I might do it, but I become a full-time photographer. It was my hobby. You know, actually, in the diversity of the hobby, I think anybody in a way you some people you might not be good at it, like me. I can like if I'll sing for an instrumental band, basically. Oh, <laughs> That's how nice. good I am. You know, I'll stand up there. <laughs> but but you can give people a camera and say roll with it, and it's diverse. Yeah. Like you have Spock, as mm-hmm. I call him. That it's no big deal. We know yeah. who he is. Spock, and you have professional. But then you'd have like the picture for the Hall of Fame picture, Randy Johnson. He would go out and he would I do. Say he does photo- photography. Uh, Carol Strikin. Oh, okay. Carol, Carol Strikin, the actor. He um he was Lurch in the Adams Family movies. Oh, yeah. He does a lot of photography. Oh, I love those movies growing up. Yeah, I do, too. I mean, I used to actually, one of our friends, Alexis, a friend of the carnival, we were trying to go through Halloween films, and I got so many people. It's like, come on, how many of you like Hocus Pocus the best? Give me something, you know, like Lost Boys, if we said, or at least like one of my friends, Alicia, said Hellraiser, which is Alicia. Yes. But see, it's like, give us a real Halloween movie. So Alexis said, well, the Adams Family movies, because I grew oh, up. Oh, yeah. Like, uh... Adam's Family, Beetlejuice, I grew up watching those movies over and over again when I was growing up. Uh, like, Lydia Dietz and Wednesday Adams are, like, the kind of characters I could I was Lydia Dietz, that's the problem. Really? I was, and I always go, well, you know, some people can't see the strange and unusual. I am the strange yes. and unusual, and I could relate yes. to it. I should have been born, like, when looking like Winona wearing black all the time. <laughs> I had my period where I just went around wearing black the better. <laughs> A lot of people say I have an uncanny resemblance to Winona Ryder. I mean, maybe I see it a little, but I don't know. I guess I take it as a compliment. Well, I would get, like, people go, are you okay? Because anybody would ask me my favorite movie and I always blurt out Heathers. And I would say I could name just about every line from that. But Burton had that because Burton came from the old background where he was an animator. Yeah. So it said, everything looks great. Mm-hmm. And I loved her in uh, that 1992 Dracula film. Oh, I think that was, to me, one of the best. And the thing was, but the one thing I always found really funny about, okay, so you have... You have the Welshman playing the Austrian. You have the American playing the Brit. You have the <laughs> yes. playing the Romanian. Yep. But I think that was one of the best Dracula films. Plus, any Lennox love theme from a vampire in it. Oh, yeah. Was, and I went to go see that, and I just thought, okay, this is how you, and he was, because Dracula was not the the guy who looked like the waiter from a fancy motel, the Bale of Lugosi. He was right. not dressed like that. And I actually read the novel after that, and I said, this follows him, because he comes out, he was a Romanian nobleman. Yeah, well, you can't go wrong with uh, the late Bela Lugosi. Like, oh, it's great. I mean, very I'm not going to put him down. Oh, no, no, it's not that. But, um, you know, he definitely was a phenomenal, iconic actor. Like, he definitely had the very deadly stare going down that everybody remembered. He looked outwardly because he's uh, from yes. Romania and he had that stare. Mm-hmm. Greetings. And Todd, those, Todd Browning's is very atmospheric. Yes. Didn't follow, I have to admit, watched it again. They didn't follow the book, but I every year I watch him and I love him too. Oh, yeah. All those universal monsters, Bride of Frankenstein, all those. Yes. Yes. And uh, actually, even though Bella Lugosi was well known for Dracula, of course, uh, I loved him in White Zombie. Oh, yes. Uh, that was actually I always thought, see, and I never knew, I thought Rob Zombie was the first singer. Oh, <laughs> the very no. old. <laughs> but I love, you know what I really love? I love that one, just his stare. Yeah. And, I mean, and the one I really loved, a lot of people forget about, is Island of Lost Souls, the first make of, of, of the Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, he was yes. the Sarah of the Lost. Man. Yes, Wasn't he Sarah of the Lost? Yes, Sarah the Law, yeah. Sarah the Law. But the thing in, about the Ed Wood stuff, I guess that they all say, you know, he wasn't feeling well, and mm-hmm. actually fans would come and see him, that he actually <coughs> did him good. It did him good to go out. Well, yeah. And on top of that, I think he was he was in poverty, he was battling with drug addiction. So really, you know, it's sad yeah. to say, but Ed Wood kind of 
helped him as best he could with those movies. And it made him just give him feel a little good. Pittance. People would come out and yeah. he liked it. You know, liked it. But I love him. And I mean, I actually just watched Old Mother Riley meets the Vampire. <laughs> and I was going to watch the Return of Shandu. Right. <laughs> and I guess his whole relationship with Karloff was Karloff's daughter said he wasn't. It was a case of okay, we're friends, but. I'm doing well, you're not, and you're doing so bad that I resent it. You know, that's right. what it wasn't more because ba- Boris never did anything to him. And I right. guess he would hear about his poverty and say, like, poor Bela, because Bela saves, you know, Boris saves his money. So right. it wasn't like he hated him. And right. supposedly, Bela's son says he never was like, you know, he was a gentleman from the old well, country. Yeah, he never swore all like that crap you know, that. Uh, let's shoot this fucker! <laughs> Mark, that Martin Landau did to get the Oscar. Which um, in uh, what what the Ed hell was Wood, it? Ed yeah, Wood. and Ed Wood, Martin Landau won an Oscar well, he looked for playing just like him. He's perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and right. The ironic thing is, you go to Romania. There's statues of him because it, he was an incredibly, very highly respected stage actor in oh, no Hungary doubt. when he was when he was there, and then he came over here and. Well, that's one thing. It's like sad, I, it's we try that we go off on just to try to right. tie it in. You probably look like in terms like when you're taking photographs for sort of an atmosphere or look and everything, don't you? Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. all right. I, I I didn't hear the last part you said. No, I'm just sorry. your terms when you're taking a photograph. Like say you were taking a Halloween type thing. Like you want that look like yes. old style. It's like maybe you see a mist or something and try to yes. capture it. Oh my god. Or the full moon. I was uh, out in Canandaigua uh, uh, last month with uh, one of my dudes. Uh, I have a lot of guy friends, and uh, we went to this uh, haunted household out in uh, Canandaigua that my friend uh, Wendy was telling me about. And I went out and saw it. It was like this outdoor haunted house display. And it had all, a whole lot of skeletons. And I'm obsessed with skeletons. Uh, that That's just my thing. Like, I just, I, skeletons make me laugh, but they also look really cool. And, uh, like, there would be this, like, one display of skeletons sitting at this very long table like royalty and i took a lot of shots of that and uh you know there would there was like this one guy in, dressed as pennywise <laughs> and uh it he like and i thought he was just like a mannequin at first when i walked by him he was just st- staying still and he just like jumped out at us and and but he I don't know uh <laughs> he just more he just mostly made me laugh though because it's like hey I'm out here and uh I kind of like have to scare you sort of but I'm just normal guy Some of those could be <laughs> Uh, can't, like, I so you love the Mummers Museum in Philly then because it's all the old body oh, yeah. parts, yeah, and the, all the old museum. skeletons, it's, and everything. Really, they have, um, yes. oh, I gotta check that out. It, I should have been down there a couple weeks ago, but fate interfered. What did they? I mean, they have, uh, <laughs> so I'll send you pictures if I get down there. Nice, they sweet. actually have Einstein, slides of Einstein's brain. Really, it's yeah. one of the two places on earth that have Einstein's brain because. It was not supposed to what exist. What is it called? The Mummer's Museum. No, the Mutter Museum. Mutter Museum. Mutter Museum. I'm, I'm really rolling today. I'm mispronouncing <laughs> stuff. It's Mutter, but the guy added an umlaut over the U. He actually wasn't, didn't have the umlaut in his real name, but he looked, wanted to look more fancy. But yeah, it's it's down. I don't know where. It's we somewhere should put one over the podcast then, like over the O. <laughs> yeah. No, put it over like Spinal Tap. Put it over like the V or something. But we have to bring the story up. We always bring the story up like for haunted houses and stuff. Yeah. Because we have to bring this one up because you watch yourself like if you have to scare people because one of our friend's brothers was a phantom at a haunted hayride. Ooh. So he came out the and he fell in <laughs> the cart ran him the over. Tractor ran him over and broke Busted his legs them. and he was screaming there. They thought it was part Shit. of the act. Oh uh, my god! And I've been to the ones like in the like Madame Tussauds where they come running out and do that to you oh. and they tell you they're not going to touch you, but I'm guarantee somebody's going to take a punch in because some guy <laughs> runs out at you like that. You know. Yeah. Oh my God. But that's... did you have getting into photography? Did you have any influence on in, like actual photographers? Not so like yeah, the and or This anything? actually is a double one because I would like some actual photographers to use as a joke because <laughs> when I see the schmuck out there 
snapping away pictures, I always like, who's this guy think he is, Ansel Adams? Give me somebody else other than Ansel Adams <laughs> I can use, because that's like the only photographer I seem to know. Well, I was very inspired by uh, the late uh, Linda McCartney's work, because before she met Paul McCartney, she was a photographer. Linda she, Eastman, right? Yeah, Linda Eastman. And she, she, was, she did a lot of photography for Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, and, you know, I was, like, seeing all this work that she did that uh, she really went out there to do a lot of photography for rock stars. And I was thinking to myself, and this was years ago, I was thinking to myself, I really want to do that. I want to be a rock a rocktographer. And that was actually a phrase that uh, my friend uh, Eric Lendy kind of com- came up with for me. Um, and I like I'm, it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm it like, it can go either way too because you can go. Well, did you get uh, you get iron pyrite this week? Fools right. <laughs> 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 it, and uh, Linda Eastman, I would have to say, uh, is my main inspiration for being a rocktographer, and it's something I'm willing to continue to do. I want to do more photo shoots uh, other than, like, going to rock shows and taking pictures of performances and the audience, like, being in a mosh pit and shit. Uh, I just want to do photo shoots for the bands. And uh, so far, um, I was at... uh, I was at the Phantasmagoria, a uh, very last show for ho- on Halloween. I know, I kind of know that. And that's how I, I met still, you. I did do yeah. the. Uh, I I did use your phrase though. I said that was my. You gave me my Halloween phrase of the year. Do I have any food stuck in my fangs? Oh, oh! Uh, I said that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I was I was kind of drunk, so I couldn't remember <laughs> everything that night. You but... <laughs> said it though. I was my phrase. I think we all were sort of just awesome. There. No, it was a fun night. Um, oh yeah, it was. I mean, like I had to be there because you know I'm like best friends with uh, Nick Rader, the front man of the band. Uh, Who he... is this? Anton Lavey, reading from the Satanic Bible. That was yeah, yeah. that was Jake. The satanic Bible there. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Oh, that believe me, I'm so screwed up. I'm lucky I remember people I know. <laughs> yeah, Jake. Jake, I just met recently. He's a, he's a very sweet guy, and um, you know, um, and yeah, the Phantasmagoria. I've known Nick uh, forever. Like he's like a brother to me, and. Um, this year, I got to meet uh, the very lovely Faye, the keyboardist, and, uh, you know, she doesn't have a mean bone in her body. She's a total sweetheart. And at one point at that night, um, before they went on to perform, uh, Faye was like, here, uh, get a group picture of us. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So they just, like, posed uh, with uh, Nick, like, holding a skull and everything, and I just, like... You know, did a quick group photo shoot of them, and I was so proud of it. And the way that it was like their last performance brought a tear to my eye because, as much as um, I, I just I just hate to see them end, but it's like at the same time, sometimes people have to go their separate ways. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's life in a lot of ways. It's good yeah. while it lasts. And that's what that's one of the things I said. Yeah, and rock photography is really. It's all, I mean, Nick Cave does, yes. like, his, if you ever see his books with his weird art and everything, it's, oh, I he got, does some I got strange stuff. I just got his new album. I, I pre-ordered it. I love Nick Cave. Oh, Nick Cave. You can't go wrong with his music. I saw best one. I saw him at the Electric Factory in Philadelphia a couple of years ago, and it was the, one of the best shows I've ever seen. Where oh, he's nice. He's just got a way about himself, where he's just got that charisma. He played chip songs. So I was happy. But everything <laughs> was one of the best shows I've ever seen. He just oh, got bet. that way about himself. But and the other thing, like Jimmy Page released a bio, autobiography. What did he do? He said, you know, it's all photos. It's all. It's this huge coffee table book, and all it is, and you see all the tweety talk. He writes about, it, but it's all because he said, "What do you do when you get a biography or something? You go and flip to the photos." Oh, uh, you can't go wrong with Jimmy Page. He's like no doubt one of the best damn uh, rock guitarists of all time. He's and practically God. If you ever have to win million dollars and want to say who played on some track in Britain in the sixties, try guessing Jimmy Page because he was such a session musician there. He played at probably over five hundred. They estimate over five hundred different bands he played for. 
But I also love how he's into the occult. Like, oh, Elster Crowley. Yeah, yeah he, he lives in his mansion, Bolskin doesn't Skin Castle is on Loch Ness. Huh? It's called Bolskin Skin Castle. It's on, it's on Loch Ness. Oh, okay. And it's a rundown. He bought it. But you can see that they show stuff about the Loch Ness Monster. I'm like, screw that. They got, like, the little island, and that's where it's, like, a rural cottage. Nice. And that's where he bought that because of Crowley, because Crowley had all that. I used to read. I used to tell when people would come to the Bible belters would come to the door, I'd say my religion was Thelma. Because I used to read up when people were reading Winnie the Pooh, I was reading Aleister Crowley, which is <laughs> <laughs> Love is the way love under will. Definitely. And all the other stuff. Awesome. But the great beast. But, but, <laughs> but yeah, I guess plants start to blame him for the occult, for why bad things happened in the band. Yeah, well, that and, you know, John Bonham uh, yeah. passing away because of his alcoholism. Uh, may he continue to rest in peace. Um, but yeah, Led Zeppelin, if I could go back to any decade, like time travel in a, in Doctor Who's TARDIS, <laughs> I would totally go back to the seventies and just fucking live it because just to see Led Zeppelin perform at Madison Square Garden, which I got on DVD and you know, their, their performances are phenomenal. There's like not much to you know, putting up a fancy stage display. It's just them Them. up there. With the little symbols. And you know the symbol for Bonzo was that little symbol he's got. That's rumor is that's the symbol of Ballantyne, his favorite beer. (laughs) (laughs) But reading about them, we forget at our ages. And I literally was like coming to be aware about things just when he died, John Bonham died. They were, I can't speak about how mega huge they were. Oh, yeah. They were, I think their, their worst selling album was Presence was 8 million copies. When they hit that reunion show, there were 24 million requests for tickets for 17,000 Arena. Oh, I bet. And oh, I, they toured up, they would set up, they had a private plane, they would set up, and they would just go, they would take 90% of the gross because they would sell out everywhere. And it's amazing how uh, John Bonham's son uh, ended up doing the drums. I saw him with the firm. That's the one thing I saw him from when Jimmy played with the firm. Yeah. The closest I came to Led Zeppelin is I saw Dread Zeppelin. Dread Zeppelin. This is a band used to be around. They had they had an Elvis impersonator named Tord Elvis who sung who sung Led Zeppelin to a reggae beat. Interesting. Okay. Their thing. Yes, they were. (laughs) (laughs) But that was the age of, like, really when I think rock, born really in the 50s, 40s. Yeah. Even in the 60s where you really got the the music going, Beatles, who keeps. Then it really, Stones and everything. Then you really, it really hit in the 70s with all those bands. That was the time. It's like almost famous, that movie. Oh, it's like. All, in my opinion, all of the best music was from the 70s and early 80s. Like, you know, all the best artists came from that Yeah, like Tom Waits era. came out then. Yes, Nick I Cade love him. Nick came out. I love Tom Waits. Uh, Alice Cooper. Yes. No doubt. One of Who's my the father, really? We're talking like we had our burlesque friends on as well. He's really the father almost of... That kind of like costume rock where he really yes. said, I'm going to play. And I just saw him play with Hailstone at the... Hailstorm. <laughs> oh, that's what I get. Anyways. I, I just, I'm lost at this no, time okay. of year. I don't care. You know what I mean out there, audience. You're yeah. used to it by now. But he always said, you know, I'm going to play. And I remember seeing him with the Muppets on the Muppet Show. That I'm going to entertain you and I'm going to make sure I put on a show. Yeah. And he's the grandfather of all that stuff, all the theatrical rock. Yeah. It, that, it's amazing what Alice Cooper can still do. I mean, even at his age, he's still fucking got it. Like He said it. He said he goes out, he plays golf every day. Yeah. He, he plays golf. Yeah. And then he goes, and he said, as long as the band plays and I can still do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, exactly. And, you you know, you can't go wrong with Alice Cooper. He's always going to be, like, the father of uh, theatrical rock. And if it weren't for him, there wouldn't be Marilyn Manson. There wouldn't be Rob Zombie. No, there wouldn't be any of these. Oh, exactly. Yeah, the, plus, the plus Zach's got yeah. one for you on here. The, what's the Spanish movie Alice Cooper. Yeah, the thing. Alice Cooper werewolf movie. Yeah. But I, I don't know what the name of it is because I just, it was kind of bad. <laughs> so I, I gotta look it up anyway. It 
Yeah, but they dub his voice in English because... That's, it was something. And then he was in some <laughs> shitty, shitty sci-fi movie. Really? A couple years back, sci-fi channel movie. Oh, okay. Well, he was, he was Freddy's on, dad in No, Nightmare. he was on stage. Yes, and I remember that. I think yeah. it was like Rock Monster. The Rock Monster like threw him into the, into space or something. Interesting. Like, okay. He was only on screen. See how for a we tie things around in our own weird way. No, <laughs> go back six degrees of separation. Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. Tim Burton. He had a cameo in Dark Shadows, where they're the band when they go in, they have the party. He's the band. Oh yeah, that's right. He plays right. no more Mister Nice Guy. Then yes. the cast of Dark Shadows comes into the castle. And uh, are you talking about the movie? Yeah, the one Johnny Depp and all of them. Yeah, and Johnny Depp now uh, is back in his uh, rock star roots uh, playing guitar with Alice Cooper in Hollywood Vampires. Hollywood Vampires. That's really awesome. It's him and it's because I saw they played Buffalo, but I have one of their albums. Oh, I, I would love to see them in concert. I bet they're I almost really did good. the, I thought about it. I didn't have the money. I couldn't make it. I couldn't, like, I put an insurance yeah. privacy on my dad or something or my dog. Because they had a meet <laughs> and greet with them. And I always, like, I saw there was a meet and greet with Alice Cooper in Pittsburgh. And I was, and I'm not, I hate the term bucket list. But I thought, I've loved him. You got to go get, be in the guillotine and throw a balloon and just right. meet him. And I thought, I can't, you know, I can't explain. I, if I ever meet, like, Alice Cooper or Johnny Depp or even Joe Perry, like, I would just die. I would just, like, faint and just die happy. <laughs> well, I saw Steven Tyler as I fall off the stage with Aerosmith. <laughs> I did. I think everybody's got their stories like that. I right. saw him one time. He, he was, this was before he was clean and all. And he... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But those were the days, of, like the big bands. And the thing, the sad part about Linda McCartney is because you think of Linda McCartney, yeah. you think of Paul. You don't realize she had a career. She was big mm-hmm. into this. Yeah, and she seemed to really enjoy doing what she did. And um, you know, um, breast cancer. You know, it, that killed her. Like it's it was very tragic. Yeah. You know the way she went. I believe that, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Linda was no doubt uh, the main true love of Paul McCartney, and she will always be his true love. And oh, I think he was lucky because he probably—I mean, he went out with Jane Asher, and then he had. I can't imagine being Paul McCartney and everybody's throwing themselves at you. Yeah. And it's like it's very superficial, and you actually find somebody you connect with. Yeah, exactly. It's they—they they were just like you know, like. You could tell, like, uh, they were the real deal. Like, they don't just, like, bullshit around like uh, a lot of today's Hollywood couples do. Oh, like, I, they're very I tried to drone. I tried to, like, put all that stuff. I don't want to care who's dating whom. If I don't know, it, no, you know neither, I don't care. But... but you get it involved, you know, who's dating with no one. <laughs> I, still have my, I used to have, please, let her get arrested for shoplifting. I'd write to her in jail and have her prison romance with her right. i hit my you know i hit my she's I not hit, gonna, she's not gonna send back she's gonna peel the stamps off of your shit and sell them <laughs> i am my fan it's like <clears throat> alone i don't go stalk anybody i right i'm there. not saying i hate her but i'm just saying that's seems like she was she always my she was like my first morticia adams and her were my first big crushes which morticia uh carolyn jones carolyn yes. jones from the tv she show. was those are my friends my mom was like are you okay like, yeah <laughs> She's no like doubt. the girl next door. They are the girls next door for me. The girls next door to the cemeteries are. It's, it's always the well known uh, gothic women from back then that are the most picturesque. Oh, and, yeah. Yvonne uh, DiCarlo. I love Yvonne, oh, Yvonne DiCarlo. DiCarlo. Oh, my God. She was, she's, she was one of my favorite actresses in The Munsters. Oh. And uh, she was in uh, Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. Yeah, she was. Yep. Uh, she was. It's just like seeing photos, even of her without the Lily Munster makeup. She she was just oh stunning. yes, the other one too for for photographers. One of the ones, and I'm very limited on this, but one of the ones I really like is Deanne Arbus. Deanne and she Arbus. is she did like a lot of freaks when she did. There's a movie called Fur about her okay. with Robert Downey Jr. where she had the bearded man from the circus, and she would just go all these different like outcasts in society. Oh, okay. I don't think I've it's heard Diane, of her. It's Diane, but she but pronounces it Deanne. <laughs> I'll look her up now. But uh, there's a lot of, like, so many rock photography and stuff. Because oh, yeah. I've gotten so many books out about it. I couldn't even tell you who did it, but they looked really good. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's all a lot of fun. I mean, uh, I'm... I, I even though uh, I've been uh, doing this photography for almost a year now, 
I really enjoy it. I am hoping to expand the horizons and do photo shoots, not just for rock bands, but for local uh, business owners. Uh, just a couple of days ago, I was at Little Shop of Hoarders, which is a really cute place there. There's this very lovely girl named Monica uh, who uh, I, th I think she owns the shop. I can't remember if she does, but, um, you know, it's her framed glasses. They're very 60s, and it's very her. And she had, she had, I had her, like, uh, dress in different vintage outfits that they sell over there to model out. And uh, she was just very cool to work with, total sweetheart. And, you know, it's all about... Just taking pictures of the most unique characters in Rochester, and we have them. We have oh, them. and that's what that's what I love about the Rochester art community is that there are many different uh, character, many different interesting characters. Um, every every almost every Wednesday night, I would uh, go to Lux, uh, take pictures of uh, my good friend Will Carroll. Uh, when he would DJ over there, and, you know, uh, his uh, very lovely girlfriend, Mary-Kate. Um, DJ Ultra. <laughs> yeah, MK Ultra, I MK think. Oh, yeah, yeah close. <laughs> yeah, close. I'm blanking <laughs> on what the heck she wore for Halloween now when I was out with her. She was... I'm she, actually literally blanking. <laughs> she was this, like, mouse. Like, oh, I yeah, think she, she had was. the mouse ears going on. She was. That shows you. I'm just... It was too long ago. It was, like, a week ago. <laughs> but um, about, like, there was this one time last month when I went out with uh, her, Will, Wendy, and Hillary to this one party, and Will was, like, uh, wearing this, like, skull mask, like, <laughs> that had her him open up his mouth and actually, like, drink beer with it. And I'm like, that is, She like, did Bride of Frankenstein one year. She did? Yeah, I think she did ask her. I think okay. she did, because, I mean, I've been, a, I'm not new to the rodeo, I've been around, <laughs> and I, but over the years, you think about, I swear, maybe one year she did, maybe. <laughs> well, but basically, um... You know, uh, Halloween was like my Christmas. It's yeah. always my Christmas every year. Like, I mean, this Christmas your Halloween then? <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, I I say that Halloween is my Christmas because it's like the one time a year where I spend the most money yeah. and I go all out about it. And um, and I love cri Christmas itself. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, see, um. This is why I love uh, Jack Skellington, because he represents both. See, that's my view. You can watch that now, because yeah. it's not. And I think it's been ruined a little, because it's so, I'm already out, like, I have to take my dad for walks in his wheelchair, and I'll go in the mall. We had Christmas stuff up before Halloween was over. I've seen Christmas shit in August. They had the trees I've ready seen to go it. up before. Oh, I have God. seen it. Why? And then everybody <laughs> is always complaining, you know, as they're stringing Christmas lights. Oh, Christmas comes so damn early. Then get off your roof. And I think that's like wow. in terms of creativity and trying to For Halloween, I think one of the appeals, you can be whatever you want to be. Exactly. And, but um, it's just all about like having fun. And um, that's actually, that was actually last month was like uh, uh, a real. Uh, blessing to uh, take a lot of photography because I think that's my main theme for my photography is like uh, eerie, um, a little bit of uh, reb rebellious rock music and people just being their own fucked up selves in a beautiful way. Like, you know, like I'm friends with a lot of beautiful weirdos and... Um, you know, I just, it's all about, you know, taking pictures of how unique and beautiful they are in their own way. Yeah, and I had that night, I was I was on the fence, spoke, it was really windy out during the day. It's yeah. rainy as all heck. It's like, and I'm going, I really want to go to this, I don't want to go to this. And uh, I finally went out, and I'm really glad I did. I actually, it's like it ended the month on a good note and everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, ha once Halloween hit, I'm like, okay, I got a lot of fucking photo ops to take on like i gotta take pictures of everybody in their most uh weird form and that's basic that's basically my theme for photography and um but you know there's also like all the beautiful artwork like um 
at the, the Hungerford. Oh. Uh, I know uh, this very sweet girl named Kelsey who does who creates a lot of jewelry, and I'm actually wearing her uh, Kelsey tattoo. Kelsey Lee Eckstein. She is one of the sweetest people I've ever met. They and all are, though. They, I don't, the dirty little secret to them, they look so goth and punky. They're all sweethearts. I mean, uh, come on. Well, <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey's adorable. Like, her and her boyfriend, um, Vincent, uh... Like I, I, I actually have. She creates these like really beautiful accessories, and I would take a lot of pictures of her in front of uh, her display, and I would often visit them and you know help promote their business. And it's all about supporting each we other. We found the coffin people down there a year ago. Coffin people. Yes, yeah, we, they literally. Make we're we're at Christie's studio, so talking to Olivia Christie. Hi, Raven. Thanks for sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, we're sitting in there, and he's going roaming around. He stumbles upon a room full well, of coffins. Yeah, because I didn't know if they were doing artwork with them. And then mm-hmm. the guy actually came down, and he said, no, we make them. They teach woodworking to people. Right. And, they, and that's actually, I have things now I don't get out as much. I'm depressed most of the time. <laughs> really, <laughs> I am. I admit I am. Like, it's been one of those years. It's but hard to tell. I, I have, you know, I have, I'm a crying on the inside kind of clown. <laughs> but... I one of my things I always have on my calendar. I make sure I get to every year is the Halloween of the Hungerford. Yes, every year. And when your creepers played there, down the little, literally the thing next to Christie, just that little room, and I just love it every year. Oh yeah, the the grease creepers at Lux. That was a fantastic. That was show. so crowded. I remember. I was really glad for them. <laughs> then they played. They came out of the tomb again to play Photo City. Yeah, I missed out on the Photo City show. I already saw them at Lux. Smoke got in my eyes. They had the little smoke machine. I was like, oh, my contacts <laughs> are killing me. No, Tommy is great. He's mm. another very dear friend of mine. And, um, you know, it's amazing to see him uh, pull off any kind of rock genre, like oh. blues, rockabilly. I'm waiting for the Tommy Francis Jazz Project. Tommy, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, he's going to do something because now Big Bertha Blues, but I like how he challenges himself. And I remember Wilsey and Crump, that's when I started seeing them. And then, <laughs> right. then they morphed into the Creepers, and he's yes. doing the, I'm not going to say the word because we'll start doing puns, because <laughs> we started doing that all oh, over. Oh, Bob songs. Yeah. Uh, the we started doing Yes, we started doing <laughs> a bunch of puns on Bob songs. Bob like, songs. Are we always Bob's in the wind? I'll start. I'm not, we're not going to do it Bob's forever. In the Somewhere over the bob. Yes. Uh, me and a couple of uh, weird guys I'm also friends with uh, named Mikel and Carlos. We're uh, joking around with uh, Tommy at, behind uh, Firehouse Saloon one time. And uh, we were just making up like, uh, like um, oh, God, I can't even remember the puns because I was kind of I was kind of drunk at the time. Well, we were going because you finally said enough. Stop. <laughs> No, it's like the okay. lion winding like... Bob. <laughs> Goodbye, Ruby Bob. <laughs> like, uh, Mikel was like telling me about uh, the might. He was mentioning something about Mighty Taco on Facebook at one point. <laughs> and the jingle for Mighty Taco just creeps me out. Like, Mighty Taco. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm going to get nightmares from this. And. Uh, you know, I was like, you know, telling him, yeah, their jingle scares me. And then uh, Mikkel was like, Mighty Bob? And I just like, oh, my God, stop it. <laughs> oh, we were going on and laughing your heads off. You had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a few. And there are. We have a terms yeah? of like. Yeah, I got, I got a couple. Uh, let, let's hear it. Well, you got, uh, what, ground control to Major Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. No, you already did the the mighty. I was gonna play off the mighty Quinn. So for the mighty Bob, like a rolling Bob, for Bob. <laughs> Dylan would get like us like a rolling Bob. Bob Barrel Polka. Yeah, come on. But there's a new. I'm sure you found too with your photography. There are a lot of bands around here, a lot oh, of different kinds. And I love them wholeheartedly. Like. Just a couple nights ago, I was at Bug Jar, and uh, which I go there a lot, and. Uh, there was like Fatal Curse, and whom I've already seen quite a few times. Like, and that was one hell of a band that I absolutely love. Like, they were a mix of Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. My band from the '80s, Iron Maiden, was my favorite band in the '80s. Oh, 
Well, I, I'm all about Judas Priest. I mean, I love Maiden, but like Judas Priest, Robert Halford, he the voice. I I got his Christmas oh album God. from last year. He has a Christmas album out. I bought it. <laughs> Okay, I did. I was not aware of this, and I don't know why. But Robert Halford is God. Like, He's got the air raid siren for a voice. It's just so incredible. Yeah. And I saw them. One of my first concerts ever was Iron Maiden and Judas Priest on Screaming for Vengeance tour. And then I saw them on their quote unquote farewell tour with Queen Drake when they played and they started with Electric Eye and then then they came to the Armory. Yes. And they played with Thin Lizzy and Zach Wilde. And I saw that when they were doing, they did they did all the songs. They did Victim of Changes, Heading Out to the Highway. Yeah. I and mean, he's got that voice, which is just, oh, my. It's like thunderous. It's It, it just, like, brings thunder <laughs> and electricity to the audience. And it's like, you know, yeah, he's gay, but, oh, like, did he doesn't. The quote? If you huh? were the quote, though, what he said about being gay, he said, yeah. he goes, you didn't know I was gay. I just like one of the village people for a decade. <laughs> well, it's not really that. It's just that, like, you know, um, he's like one of those people where it's where it's like, okay, he's gay, but so what? He's yeah, still, and, um, you know, he, he still kicks a lot of ass. And, you know, um, that's one thing I love about the Rochester community is that um, – it's very heavily supportive of gays and transgenders. Oh, I've known this because I've been involved. I've sort of had a foothold in that for years. And I remember the Pride Parade, our Image Out Festival, all the theater, all and everything. And I've been so I've known this for years. We've been very good in terms of definitely. And I hope it continues because you know, don't be afraid to be yourself. Just be you. And it doesn't matter what you're attracted to. What you do is your own personal business. And um, I just love how people are no longer afraid to be I themselves. I saw these guys. I was down at Bob Fest, and they had the Pride Parade. Grand. These guys come Bob by. Fr- Bob Fest. Fest. It was the Bob Shop. Used to- <laughs> But when it was at Village Gate, Tom would have Bob Fest and he would have all the bands and Pride Parade went by and there were these guys dressed as Tinkerbell and I'm looking at them going, You guys are having just such fun. That's awesome. They were bouncing around with little <laughs> That's wanna awesome. go. I think this is just awesome. It's like I used to always go to the just to see what people would dress as. And, so that's uh, why I'd always go like to the drag shows or to tilt and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, Wednesday Westwood, she's like very entertaining. Like she she just puts on these really awesome drag shows. And uh, she did really good in Bewitch Burlesque a couple of yeah. times. Um, but um, and I was uh, at the uh, Pride Parade uh, earlier in the summer. It was blazing hot. Like I was hanging out with one of my girlfriends. And, uh, but every single shot I took of the Pride Parade was just beautiful. See, that's great. That's Yeah. Awesome. Sometimes you have, and I have no skills at this, I'm sure, but you capture the moment. Like, you'll just see something, it'll hit perfect, and you'll take a picture of it. Yeah. It's like you're looking for that almost where the sun's perfect. It looks like you see the background. Maybe there's a little, like, chihuahua there. You didn't see. <laughs> you know, people are looking. Cause I, I, wish. I ask you that question. This is like the question for any Nightmare Before Christmas fan. Have you ever seen Mickey Mouse in it? There's a cameo and by that, Mickey Mouse and like yes, the, I you did. did. You're yeah. the only one. Yeah, it, it was crazy, and I, I don't know, like something about Nightmare Before Christmas that just brings me back to my childhood. Like when I was little, growing up, um, I didn't want to be a princess. I wanted to be Jack Skellington. He was my hero. I'm the one who almost had got sent to the school psychiatrist because they asked me in grade school about, and I said one of my friends was the Wicked Queen in Snow White, and I preferred her a lot better than Snow White. And they were like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Catholic schools. What are you going to do? Right. But you have, like, where are you going to go with this? you want to go a little more, like, which band? Okay, you mentioned Halford. If I said you could pick any band out, well, let's go Time Machine even, from the 70s. Now, who would you just say, I would just die right now? Don't die. That's okay. But <laughs> I won't. You don't want to. I've seen too many of those movies. After, like, <laughs> sucks. The, go, who would you just love to, like, be able to say, hey, I want to take your pictures? Oh, God. Uh, there's a long list, honestly. Pick one. I know. I hate that. Oh, I, I hate that if you could only pick one, I, then I ask it anyways. I would have to say Sex Pistols um, because uh, Sid Vicious was one of a kind. And I would love, and uh, Johnny Rotten, you know, like 
Johnny Rotten is was known to be like a total asshole in uh, the punk scene, but in a lovely way. And uh, I just want to. I would just imagine uh, taking pictures pictures of them I've actually at heard angles. that one of my friends who's in a band in London is, and I guess he's renowned it's almost like if you met him and he wasn't an asshole you'd be disappointed it's like I've met I've, I've actually <laughs> yeah. met I remember my friend Jen Marks when John Waters came here and we both adore him and she met him and I was asking how was he he's really really nice he almost sounded disappointed <laughs> Because it's like, can't you be a little edgy? But you know, you meet sweet dude, you, you're an asshole. <laughs> you just, you just want him to want to hear him say to you, "Oh, fuck off," yeah. you know. <laughs> oh no, want to pose for a picture? Come in, come over for dinner, John. <laughs> no, I was, uh, I, I would just love to do a photo shoot of them. Uh, in their most natural, punkish, edgy form. Like, just have them be themselves, like, uh, you know, like, uh, drink or take take a picture of them taking a piss at the wall over there. <laughs> or have Sid Vicious, like, with some, like, um, blood splattered on him, like, fake blood. And, uh, I don't know, like, do crazy shit. Those are the days of... I mean, I would have loved to Ben. I've always mentioned this, that we have our clubs here. We go to about Jerry Lux, everything else. Oh, yeah. And I would always would have loved to have been part of, like, some famous club scene, like CBGBs or something like a punk club where you just, you saw these bands before they were the bands, you know, which everybody starts out and you just say, like, I'll use Talking Heads because 15,000 bands do Psycho Killer up here. Right. <laughs> so, wow. so you say, wow, and then you can go back. I saw these guys when they were in a little, you know, they're playing, like, some hockey arena. I saw them with, like, the White Stripes play here at the Bug Jerry years ago at Bug Fest. There was, a, there was another thing called Bug Fest, say, at the holiday. Before they were the White Stripes, they played here. Oh, I did not I did not. This see was way that. before you... This was like probably way big. when Ask I was Bob, a kid. You know what? Ask, you're at the bug. You ask Bobby about it. Okay. No. Yeah. Oh, I love Bobby. I, he's oh, great. I adore him. I adore. He's, him. he's always great. yacking at me about the furniture. He's like, dude. <laughs> he's like, dude. You got any lamps I can bring in? It's like, I got enough. But I said, bring them down. We need more. Because I saw that the first time. It used to be Rosie's. Yeah. It was. It was a, a different. It was a lesbian bar. So, oh, okay. so I'm down by I'm down by my they they changed it and we were down I was visiting a friend of mine who was living he was renting a house down by close to it and was let's go take a walk over there and we go in there and everything what the hell is this it's like everything <laughs> so we was there the first night it opened yeah no that's that's really cool I love Bobby, and Bo- Bobby is a true gentleman like I was hanging out with uh, him and Ian uh, like maybe about a week ago uh, at the bug jar and I know a lot of really great people work there um, I actually have been going to the bug jar since I was fresh out of high school seeing a lot of local bands like uh, uh, that's how I first saw uh, James Vonson when he was in Blood Wolf at the time oh yes and he's always a character I've done it don't try to do it I've, I've actually got the pen and paper I'll try to make a list of all the bands I've seen yeah <laughs> What the heck? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, you know, um, the punk community here in Rochester is just a beautiful thing to be a part I'd of. I love it. I mean, I'm a big fan of this. Yeah. My, that's where I feel most at home. Out of all the shows I go to, those are the ones I Le- feel just most at home. Like, there's uh, the band uh, Just One More that has Ricky Rotten yeah. and uh, Brandon Ross, uh, another, another two dear friends of mine um, whom I've taken a lot of pictures of them at their shows and uh they're total sweethearts um i just basically like uh would see all these fantastic local bands uh get to meet them and become friends with them and um it's 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 all about you know love and respect it's all a good thing it's and i love anything promoting local stuff too. yeah it's something if, if you could make us look good for a photo shoot i dare you <laughs> Absolutely. Why take not? Take us out to like, I mean, my friend Michaela did one out at Highland in the spring. Mm-hmm. And, and she really, like, she actually dyed her hair so it 
fit in with the trees. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't have enough hair to dye. I wear a funny hat though. Like, like, <laughs> like I like hat with ears, hey. like a cat hat or something. If you can work that magic on us, you were. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't like to leave a paper trail, especially with him. <laughs> I don't like. To, I don't like to know people to know I've been places. But where can people go if they want to get? You? I mean, she does. You do good stuff. I've seen. Thank and you. Thank you very much. I have a certain edge that I add to all of my photos, or at least most of them. But I, I appreciate. Um, I really don't expect a lot from people, um, but you know, it's like uh, people like uh, Will Carroll would uh, promote my uh, photography page, and I would promote what he does. And we always will be glad to. And just, will, will you get up early so you can come on here? Because yeah. that's my big thing about. No, he's gl- we're fine. We're he's glad to, but he just always goes too early, man. I go. You it, know what? I get like two hours sleep a night because my dogs get my dogs old and kind of got to go to the bathroom. My dad's roaming around, so I'm used to like being basically a zombie on caffeine. So, <laughs> but it's really all about you know supporting not just your locals but supporting your friends and. Um, and I just really, truly appreciate uh, those of my friends who have helped promote my page and have given great compliments on my work. That's actually what our podcast, because I basically have my friends on here a lot, because you're all interesting, oh, number one. You. But I just say, look, we're here to help. I tell <laughs> yeah. like anybody, come on, though. That's what you want to promote. You, you don't have to come on. Put it on our page. We'll do whatever we can to help it out. You know, we're all sort of, and we make connections on here where somebody does one thing and they want to pull somebody into this group or do a project or anything else. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually my first time I've ever been interviewed in an audio show. I've never been on radio or anything. So um. welcome to the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, you know, I'm enjoying this. Uh, you guys put on r- a really fun show. Well, I'll blame, I'll blame one person, my good friend. Kay- <laughs> no, I will blame my, my good friend, Caitlin Yarsky, because when we had this, oh. she's a very good artist. She actually does a comic with Cole Coyotes. For okay. him, and she's, she's in New York now. Oh, nice. But I, when we started doing this, I didn't know which way we were going to go. You want to listen to two idiots just talk like us do. No. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> you know, why don't we? So the first thing I did, I asked Caitlin if she wanted to be on here. And she came on, and she really enjoyed it. And she wanted to come back. So then all of a sudden I just started inviting all my friends. And everybody seems to like, you know, some of them are, you know, they probably should be locked up. <laughs> but, 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 you know, when the second person we actually had on was Tommy. And he came yes. down. Because right. he actually woke up. Because <laughs> he got stuck. He was supposed to be on one show. And yeah. I was telling him, if you can't come, you know, no. Because, you know, he gets. But he got, he was at a flea market with friends. Somebody boxed his car in. What? I did not hear about this. Yeah, so that's why he didn't come on. But but everybody seems, and one of the things we want to do, I want to, things like for local, and I want everybody to enjoy it, too, and just have fun being on, not just come on and go, God, those guys suck. They'd rather be at the White House for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather go see a political debate. Oh, we aren't doing our job. You know, so so oh. glad. I'm very glad. See, it's not in, like, we're not, like, the most outgoing people, but when you come on here, you relax, chill out. And... And, no, I'm having a lot of fun here. I, I I am socially awkward, I admit it. Like Welcome to the club. I deal, I deal with anxiety and depression, but, you know, there's, like, so many positive things I can express that help me get off, get my mind off of, like, all the bad shit. Yeah. And because you got to look at life, uh in a positive way and just appreciate what you have and what you see. Oh, I've learned you. that this year, believe me. Yeah. I really have amongst all the other stuff. Plus I got the biggest pumpkin I've ever had for Halloween. That <laughs> That's I great. did. I almost That's killed awesome. myself putting it in the house. But Oh no <laughs> It was heavy. But but I try to look you end up finding like when you go through things you go, Okay, the political climate's insane, things are mad in the world. But you realize the appreciate what you have and you try to you know yeah. that's what you try to do so but very cool i'm glad you liked it i'm glad it wasn't like horrifying or <laughs> check uh, her stuff out too get her she's really good oh thank you yeah you you can uh, check out my photography page uh aaron ingrid photography on facebook and uh my instagram name is uh vampire wednesday um, I just randomly came up with that name. It didn't even Adam's dork. family influence at all. Yeah, I, I mean, like I admired Wednesday Adams. Who doesn't? Up. Christina Ricci, she's the best. She's I, like, every year on Facebook, I will put up the Wednesday Adams Thanksgiving speech. 
Oh yeah, where she's yes. in the, where she's got the headdress on. Yeah, it's like you killed Pocahontas. her people. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God, she rules. Yeah, she's like the goddess of doom. Like that's awesome. I just always went. I always love that. <laughs> oh God, she is one of the most beautiful people ever. And plus, and... also I can also attest. My friends, my friend Jay, who actually looks like Tim Burton, him and his <laughs> girlfriend, they were in Buffalo '66. They have a cameo, and yes, the only reason I, I said I'm not name dropping the thing about it is that he told me they met Christina Ricci. And they said, honestly, she's like one of the nicest people you can I ever bet. meet. She's not like, she's actually super, super nice, which is good to know. Like Unless she, she was supposed to be an asshole, then I'd be, oh, she wasn't a jerk to you? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't sense uh, her being a total asshole. She, she seems like a very grounded person and I admire that. And, you know, I loved uh, Buffalo 66. I've seen that movie a million oh, times. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, what's his name? Vincent. Vincent uh, Gallo. Who I would avoid the brown bunny if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would avoid it. <laughs> My right. friend Pauline sold it to somebody and said, "This somebody bought that from you." <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, but, that was but a great. Thanks a lot and everything, and you're welcome back anytime you'd like. Oh, thank you, see you so much. And, if you have, like, and I will actually. We're gonna play. Up, this is maybe the, my friend Ellie Venable was in town. She actually very text good Texas blues player. Okay. And. He, she actually isn't think no glass shoes, which I suppose is the anti Cinderella Nightmare Before Christmas song. Nice. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just trying to play it in because I want to play it <laughs> for because I said I'd play it, so I'm trying to make it work in a weird way. Right, so cool. so we're gonna play that at the end and check her stuff out. We'll have that online, we'll have Aaron's stuff online, and for everybody else, ta-ta. Thank you guys so <laughs> much.
gotta be so 